Let's go, Steve. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome D-Tex Smith and Steve Mix. You are now entering the Megacast. Big Good to see you, my man. The boys are back this weekend. Yes. Donkeys getting together for our first ever donkey hockey trip to Portland where there's no hockey games being played. (laughs) So hockey. No, none. Not not an ounce of hockey. We're not even bringing our hockey gear. This all started as a joke many, many, many years ago back when some people were in questionable relationships. Not me, but like some people were and they were just like, man, I don't think I can get away with just doing a Portland trip unless it's for hockey purposes. Uh, because their significant other was just jealous or whatever. I don't yeah. know. And so then the joke became, why don't we just schedule a quote-unquote hockey tournament in Portland? We all pack our gear, leave it in our cars, get on the train, and go to Portland without our gear. Right. You guys have been talking about this for years. I was, years. I was like, look, I don't care. Number one, I'm single. Number two, I don't play. So right. They're like... Be cooler if you guys didn't have to go play games. Yeah, so then all of a sudden we missed the classic. Uh, nice. Excuse me. Good one. <laughs> Good one, sir. Yeah, yeah. Well, show you getting a coach for. See, now if you were at my house and that was me and I was my wife, it'd be Steven. It's coming out of both of your ends. You're so gassy. When did she she move to Brooklyn? I don't know. Why does she sound like my mom? I know. Why does she treat me like she's my mom? Steven. There's so many questions, Dad. (laughs) Stop farting. Stop farting. The vegan enchilada, Stephen. The vegan. Or as my parents call it, vegan, which drives my wife nuts, which cracks me up. My parents call vegan vegan, and Uber is Uber. Uber? Uber? What are they? Oh, Uber. I don't know. <laughs> we, <laughs> we correct them. them. We correct them. Like it's Uber. That's ah, a U, and then Burr. Uber. Uber. Like, mom, dad. And like, you got to take a Uber? No, we're going to take an Uber. 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 <laughs> Steven. My mom just likes to put S's on everything. Are you drinking Miller, the, the Miller Lights? <laughs> <laughs> yes, lots of them. Yes. Well, it makes sense that she put plural on the Miller Lights because you don't just drink one. No. <laughs> like I'm like, last night I, I legit had three. And I've legit gone home and had two, but I don't know that I've ever just had like a Miller Lite. That's like a taste of a Miller Lite for you. Yeah, right? Well, have you ever had a Coors Light? No. Right? Those beers aren't built for that. No, they're not meant for that. That's like having just a sip of water. Yeah, I could definitely go home and drink like a IPA. Yeah. Well, a bedroom red. One's enough. Yeah. Yeah. But you're right. I, I've never had just a single Miller Lite. Well, you'll only be having one single Miller Lite when we head off to Portland this weekend, which is going to be awesome. Yes. Yes. Shout out to Lion Pride Party Buses. They are going to be taking us down to lovely Portland, Oregon this weekend. Myself, Ted, and a few of the donkeys for our first ever don- donkey Portland trip. We've got an Airbnb. Yep. Which looks sketch as F. Really? I mean, when you look close, there's a lot of like, I showed it to my wife. She's like, yeah, I would never stay there. I'm like, no, this is a party house. Like we are staying at a place that in the title says party house. Yeah. I mean, that I think that's exactly what we need. Yeah. Oh, I agree. Why like, did she say it's sketchy? Well, because like nothing looks new, of course. Oh, no. The tables are all scuffed up. That's the idea. We yeah. can play drinking games and stuff in there. <laughs> yes. Lots of them. Yeah. And look, I'm going to get, I, I'm bringing an air mattress because I don't even know if I want to sleep on any of those mattresses. <laughs> Yeah, I was. I was thinking about that. I was like, 
Wait a minute. I need to bring just a, a I don't have an air mattress. Sleeping bag. They have an air mattress there. Oh, maybe I'll use that one. Yeah, and just a sleeping bag. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Yeah, and then um, I'm bringing my own towel, I think. I'll bring a towel. Yeah. Because there's a hot tub. I'm using that damn hot tub. I'm bringing my shorts. Yeah. I'm going in there with you. Yeah. There's, yeah it's going to be 90 degrees or 80-something in That's Portland. crazy. You know what we'll do, dude? Tank tops and board shorts, baby. And when we get there, I'm going to turn that sucker down. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's always my move. Is I like to hang out in hot tubs. But I'm if with you. If you turn it down to like your body temperature, right around 99, you can just hang out in the jets for a while. Just treating it like it's like a little like a, a little mini pool, yeah, as opposed exactly. to a hot tub. But if it's a hot tub, you can only stay in there so long, and then if you set it too low, you're going to freeze to death. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think that's a great idea. Yeah, and I don't know how many of the donkeys are planning on using that hot tub, but it was like seven or eight of us going. I'm not positive. Uh, I don't know if all of us could fit in that hot tub based on the picture, but no I can't imagine. I, I can't imagine everyone's going to want to jump in there. Oh, uh, I can. Yeah. Well, uh, we'll work out. We'll work a cycle. I mean, I've done timers. A, I've done a bachelor <clears throat> party at a cabin, and I think we got like four or five. I mean, there, there was a few dudes in there. I, I think we could fit six uncomfortably. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so we got to figure out some drinking games to play. I know you want to play flip cup. I do. You know what, man? Munson wants to play some horse game I've never heard of. There's so much stuff to do in Portland, and there's fun stuff, but I'm just like, man, we got a house. I was like, Steve, can we play at least one round of Flip Cup? You know, we should call Munson, because I want to know what this game is that he wants to play. Horse? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if I've ever played it. All right, let me see if I can I mean, the only game a horse I ever played was just uh, shooting basketball, right? Yeah, man. I, I, I've, never, I've never heard of a drinking game called horse. Let me see. Munson is probably at work, so I'm going to call his, his work number. You should remind him that we're recording. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Let's see if this works. I will also tell people it's kind of weird that, uh, so the trip generally is me coaching yeah. and the donkeys playing games, but this time I'm only going for Friday night, coming back Saturday as I have soccer on Sunday. I know. You're leaving us, which means we're going to be screwed without coach. Oh, yeah. I don't know what the boys will do. All right. It's going to go to voicemail. He's not answering. He's a mover and a shaker. He's busy at work. I don't even know what he does. Construction stuff. Oh, yeah. That fits. Breaks things. Flips houses. Munson. I always wanted him to say he should name his company Munstruction. Hmm. What about Munson Inc.? Munson Inc. Is that what he does? What? For real? Does he just have his own company? He used to, and now he does stuff with another company. That's funny, because the one dude on that, that hockey show I watched... Call uh, has been forwarded to an automated voice messaging system. <laughs> uh, what was the hockey show on Netflix that only lasted one year? Benders? Uh, yes. Yeah. Remember the one guy does construction. That's right. Yeah. Well, well maybe, maybe later we'll talk to Munson. It'll be a very exciting episode. Yeah, so there's tons of stuff to do in Portland, but I'm yes. just like, man, like, right, we got that. We got to play Flip Cup at some point. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, we got to do Munson's drinking game for some reason. Sure. Uh, <laughs> oh, I think it's like a gambling game. That's why I want to know what oh, it's, it's all about. Game. So I could be prepared because I don't feel like losing a lot of money. I need money. Oh, is he calling? Nope. Okay. I feel like, though, if it's, month, like, if it's a gambling game, we got to have a cap. Okay. What do you think the cap should be? 50? Oh, okay. <laughs> I was thinking more like 20, 30. Well, that's only 20 more bucks. Yeah, right, you're 30. right. 50. 50. I'm in. 50 bucks. That's, that's as high as we go. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. All right. Screw you, Munson. Thanks for not answering the phone, you jerk. Um, why don't we do some push-ups? Let's to get do the, it. Let's get the heart rate and the blood pumping and the brain functioning. I'm so damn excited for this weekend. And I think I found a good song to get us pumped for it there, Ted. 
This is like the world's worst attempt at sounding like turned down for what? Yeah, I was just saying, is this like a rip-off DJ Snake? It, it's like one of those like TV commercials where they easily rip off a song, but they change it just enough. Yeah. Oh my god. Right? You can't afford DJ Snake? Here's this. <laughs> so maybe we shouldn't even do push-ups. Let's pretend we did them. Alright, let's get 10. Let's mega get family. 10. That is crazy. That is a complete ripoff. I can't believe they did this. <laughs> Turn down for what? Yeah, right? Ted Talks, starring Beatex Mid. Uh, so. I was mentioning doing soccer, coming back on Sunday. So this week on the TED Talk, just remind people, make time for your friends, but also for yourself. Yes. Right? Like, like you know what I mean? I want to do both. So it's like, all right. And also, like, last weekend, I had a double header. Like, sometimes, you know what I mean? Like, like Saturday, like, when I get home, like, I got to shut it down, you know, so mm-hmm. so I don't pull something playing soccer the next day. Right. You know? So just get serious. Yeah. yeah. Make time for your buddies. Make time for yourself. I even saw that uh, a good example of that my friend Tony Baroni, who was not my friend on Friday when he beat me at three to one battle. Right. But uh, when we hung out at the Steel Panther show, he came out on the Thursday night show, and I'm like, oh, if you want to come tomorrow night as well, I'll get you on the list. You can come party some more. He goes, ah. I'm like, well, what's going on? He goes, I got a big wrestling show on Saturday. I like to just shut it down the day before, get in the mindset. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, take, you know, yeah. And I was like, that's, I would not have expected that. Not because he's. Yeah, I just figured, oh, this guy's been doing it for a while. He probably, you know, could just do it without even thinking. And I'm sure he can. But, like, that's cool that he still has that in the back of his mind. Like, I need to take this serious so that I'm in, in the right shape and I'm in the right mental state for my match. It's, yeah. It, it, it's smart. It's Because it wasn't like I, like I had friends over last Saturday. I cooked a bunch of food. I mean, yeah. I had beers. It just wasn't, like, crazy. Because I've gone to a sound beer match, had a bunch of fun, and then got to play the next day, and it was horrible. Oh, it's the worst. Oh. It's like that even like when I remember one time um, getting off a plane from New York or from Florida after we visited my parents and went to Disneyland, Disney World, got off the plane. I'm like, oh, we're going to get home around three in the afternoon or two in the afternoon. I'll go to wrestling practice later on that night. I tried going and I could not do a roll properly. I couldn't do anything right. No. And then they're like, dude, what's going on with you? You know, we're luckily in a situation with some of my friends where they could be like, hey, man. You're not as good as you usually are. You're kind of sucking tonight. And I'm like, well, I just got off a seven-hour flight. Like, why are you here? Yeah. I was like, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know why. It's just good timing. (laughs) All right. Ted, I got a question for you. I want to know if Shoot. I handled something right. Uh, we got, it's funny. Like, right before we started the Megacast, I'm like, man, what are we going to talk about? And then all of a sudden, I had like, oh, this is something we can talk about. This is something. I want to talk about your dog experience. Oh, yeah. Uh, but someone hit me up on Facebook, and it was like, did I am, I am I missing something? Was I supposed to do more in this situation? All right. All right. Friend Set from high school. All right. High school. So, this, I mean, I haven't seen him since I graduated high school. Oh. Plus, yeah. This isn't a close friend. This is somebody who I was in class with. All right. I don't, 
probably never hung out outside of high school with, but talked at high school. Like we became yeah. buddies because we both love metal. He always makes it a point to name check me whenever he talks about his love for the band Pantera because I was the first person to make him a cassette of Cowboys from Hell and say, you need to listen to this. And he became an obsessive Pantera fan. And he always thanks me for being the guy. I'm like, dude, you would have became a fan of them regardless. You know, I mean, Pantera became a huge band, but thank you yeah. for for still giving me the, the the props, of course, that I so rightfully deserve. That's uh, cool. Yeah, which is awesome. Nice guy, and I've gotten him like a Phil Anselmo autograph when he came to Metal Shop that one time. I hit up Kevin. All I'm right, like, hey man, dude from high school. So like, we have, we have a relationship, I guess. Ever since Facebook, he found me, and we've every so often, mostly birthdays, happy birthday. So I get a, a Facebook message from him out of the blue. And I'm like, oh, I wonder if everything's okay. What's going on? I'm like, that's interesting. And and so the message is, Steve, what's shaking, brother? That's it. Right. I'm like, oh, man. I mean, there's a lot shaking. You know, I mean, there's last time we communicated, I checked, was uh, 2015. And it was a happy Thanksgiving message. All right. So it's been four years. So it's been a couple of things that have happened in the last four years. All right. But I mean, I don't know what to say. So I just said, not much, my man. <laughs> Uh, just plugging away. How you doing, brother? And he writes back. He goes, oh, you know, work in life. That's it? And that's it. And then eventually he writes, congrats on the contract extension, because he must have saw that on my uh, Facebook page. All right. And I'm like, thank you. <laughs> like, I mean, I, I think you're fine there, because it's that was pretty like... It was like he said, hey, you know, what have you been up to? How's work? How's the what's how's shaking, your family? Brother. Just what's shaking, brother? Yeah, that kind of gets a short response. Like, you know, I I, I I suck at small talk, man. I'm good at small. Oh, no. Steven. Steven. It's coming out of both ends. My bad. Uh, Ted Belch's I fart. The mega cast. Yeah, I mean, what? I'm just in a studio. A guy's named Steve have to fart. Yeah, I think it's a, it's, it's a <laughs> it's prerequisite. In the contract? Yeah, here the at the The hair club, write that down. Nobody told me. Yeah, any, anyone named Steve that's around Ted needs to fart. <laughs> uh, yeah, because this is the thing we were talking about. Like, I, I run into people sometimes, like, what's new? And it's like, and I get it. Not everybody has a career where you stay, like, but it's like, I've had the same job for 14 effing years. Right. Like, Nothing right. And like it's some of them. Like you listen. Like I don't know what to say to you. Right. I, I just go. Oh, nothing. Well, right. something must be up. Like well, listen. If I was getting. Sorry, I'm gonna curse. This is awesome. But if I was getting married or had like a, I probably would have told you. Right. If I had acquired an actual full time dog as my own, not just dog sitting, you probably would have seen this. Like. Yes. I don't know what to tell you. Like. Right. Do you list off all the cool stuff that's recently happened? I'm supposed to be like. I, you know, played with Stone Temple Pilots, um, wrestling, just wrestled in front of 750 people, um, just uh, lost to a guy named Tony Baroni. Yeah. Uh, what else do you need to know? That's what's shaking. Yeah. Like, I don't know how to answer those questions. And maybe it's just I'm just overthinking things, and that could well, be. Some people, I get it. If I haven't seen you in a long time, so I can be like, oh, I'm playing you know, outdoor soccer, mini field. It's awesome, blah, blah, yeah. blah. Yeah. But some people, it's like, dude, I see, like, I saw you a month ago. Well, what's new? Nothing. Now, if you say how you been, I can either say, good. All right, or you're like, yeah, I don't know. right? Then you can, then that's kind of an invitation to ask more. Right. But if I just saw you a month ago, what's new? Nothing's new. <laughs> but then also on the flip side, if we haven't talked in four years, I don't know where to start. Right. And, and look, I've had these interactions on Facebook, but usually it's a longer message like, hey, there's something coming up. Like, a yeah, reun- yeah. like so there's, there's a point to it, but that's just, hey, what's shaking? Like, I don't know. Yeah. 
I mean, the only other time I could remember even throwing like a, a, a just a random out of the blue message to someone is back when the single days. There was a chick you want to holler at that maybe you hooked up with a couple times but haven't talked to in a few years. You're like, hey, what's new? And really, that's just I trying to figure out a tactful way to be like, let's have sex again. Yeah. Right? But yeah, I don't know if that's maybe he was just trying to find a tactful way for us to have sex for the first time. I don't think so. I don't think so either. First time. Uh, I think he legit was just well, like. Well, it wasn't all boys Catholic high school. Fine. Don't use Second that excuse, time. Steve. <laughs> What's an all boys Catholic high school? What? You didn't have sex with your classmates? Isn't that what we're supposed to do? <laughs> did you know anyone that did that? During my time at school? Yes. No. Okay. But I, I know it happened. It happened when I was... Yeah. W- w- a and couple I, kids I know, got busted, man. It was the talk of the school year. Right. And I know guys now that are out. Yeah. But it's like, right, it's just law of averages, right? There's 300 boys in my class. Like, <laughs> some of them are gay. At some point, two of them are going to have sex in the bathroom. Right. Like, I say that all the time. People are like, I don't like gay people, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, you don't think your NFL team? Like, come on. Like, right. NFL just, they can't because everybody will persecute them, but like, there's gay dudes in the NFL. A hundred percent. Right? There's gay people everywhere. Right. I mean, hell, gay dudes in wrestling, and it's awesome now that there's a lot of gay dudes that are just vocally gay. And yeah, uh, the Paro dude. George Paro, man, that dude's a badass. Yeah, he yeah. follows me on Twitter. He's a great dude. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I'm a big fan of that guy. Uh, and, and I love his post sometimes. He's like, yeah, the, people are saying I shouldn't be posting this stuff because it doesn't make me manly enough when I post pictures of me with my boyfriend. And then he posts a picture of him and his boyfriend, and they're both just jacked. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, good luck telling that guy that to his face, Mr. Keyboard Warrior. Yeah. It's so stupid. Effie's another great dude. Uh, I've lucky enough got to share a locker room with him um, when he was in town for Without a Cause Wrestling. Openly gay dude that talks freely about it. But like, it's cool when like, we've gotten past the point where like Paro does not need to be a gay wrestling character. He's just a right. gay it's, dude that a, is a wrestler. That is a wrestler. Jake Atlas is another one that's just tearing it up. I think you'll see him probably in the WWE or, or All Elite Wrestling somewhere at some point. He's killing it on the West Coast. He's from California. He was just recently here. Uh, another dude that's, you know, an openly gay dude that's a wrestler, not a gay wrestler. You know, it's like, I'm so glad we've gotten past that because it used to be, let's make him a gay wrestler and I'll make him a bad guy instantly because everybody hates gay people. Yeah. And it was like, that was so, looking back on it, man, what a and weird time. And it's kind of weird, too, I got to admit, like when you watch like, not even like when you watch certain sports and locker room culture, it's yeah. funny that it's it's so prevalent in those places to be like using the other F word. Yep. I don't like gay people because those locker rooms are the most homoerotic things you will ever be a part of in your life. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> right. I mean, look, you know, I have friends that played professional sports and it took me a while to be like. They hang out in locker rooms with dudes all the time. Like, this is just what they do. Donk hanging. Yes. I mean, you've seen it in the donkey locker room. Yes. Yeah. And it, right. It's like, all right. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I mean, I remember doing jujitsu and my buddy just being like, you need to figure something out because you don't want me sitting here with my nuts on your face the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man, we're going to have to bleep that, aren't we? Sorry. No, I think it's Uh, fine. Well, it's even like that wrestling. Sometimes we're like, all right, now you're going to jump over him and you're just going to have to bury your nose in his ass crack. And I'm like... Yeah, I, I mean, you saw that Battle Mania when I did that Canadian Destroyer, that flippy move. Yeah. Like, in order to protect myself, I have to bury my face in that man's ass. Yeah. Otherwise, there's a chance of my head being, my neck being broken. So look, if I have to pick, I'd rather have a functioning neck and then have to just remember that at one point I buried my fa- face in my friend Cooper's ass. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> 
nothing gay about it at all. No. So funny. Man. All right, I have one more fun gay story. Okay. I don't know how we got on this track. The Megacast talks about fun gay stuff. So I live on Capitol Hill, pretty uh-huh. liberal area. So what was this? Uh, like last week, I'm walking back from the grocery store, and I'm walking by Hot Mama's Pizza. If you've never seen Hot Mama's, it's literally on a corner, and okay. it's like a New York, you know Hot Mama's, right? No. It's right down the corner. What is that? Pine? It's like a New York pizzeria. Okay. Right? There's doors. I on probably each. do. It's literally on the corner. There's two doors walking in, right? Capital Hill, I only know Dino's. Dino's is right. Yeah. Hot Mama's actually is really good, too. Okay. So well, maybe we'll have to try that sometime, Ted. Maybe we should. So, jeez. <laughs> a little snooty. Uh, so I'm walking by with my groceries. Don't make me bury my face in your ass crack. <laughs> Hot tub. Uh, so I'm walking back, right? And there's all these people in the window eating. And remember the uh, opening scene of Saturday Night Fever? John Travolta is like a man, yep. man. Yeah. And he folds those pizza slices. Like it, when I was a kid, I like saw that. Like a good that. New Yorker should. Right. I didn't know that's what New Yorkers did, yep. but I was yep. like, that's so cool. So this dude has got to be 6'5 in his heels, drag queen, blonde hair, yeah. the fake boobs, everything. But he's kind of hunkered over and he's folded his slice and he's like, nice. he's eating and he's like all flexed stuff. And I just started laughing. I was like, this is what I like about Capitol Hill. Yeah. Like that drag queen is so manly right now, but also looks great. Looks great. <laughs> his earrings match his, his purse perfectly and he's eating that pizza like a man. Yeah. He was all like covered in gold. I mean, he looked like a damn Oscar. I remember I had an accent who always laughed at me at first when <laughs> damn Oscar. <laughs> like an Oscar with blonde hair eating pizza. I'm never going to look at the Oscars the same. Right. I remember when I moved out here, even if I had like a normal sized slice of pizza, like a, just a typical slice here where you don't need to fold it in half. You like, still do it. I still fold it in half. And I remember I had an accent at the time. It's like, what are you doing? I'm like, what do you mean? Like, why do you need to fold your pizza in half? I was like, uh, it's just habit. And then finally, like I showed pictures of what New York pizza looks like, and like, oh! And even with Sid, when we first went to New York, like she never really called me on it, but she's like, oh yeah, I always thought it was kind of interesting that you still fold your pizza in half, no matter what size the pizza is. Yeah. And then we go to New York, and remember back before she wasn't one of those vegans, as my parents would say, um, we went and got pizza late at night, and we ordered, you know, it was at one of the mom and pop type shops. She grabbed the pizza, and she's just looking at it, and I'm like, fold it in half. And she folds it, like, I get it now. Do, are, do you eat the whole thing folded? Yeah. All right. If well, I get I mean, a big New York slice, I like to go. When I, I get the first few bites are. Yeah. Because then I like to I like to finish it by having enough pizza left that I can fold on top of the crust and then eat the crust. Oh, so you want some of that pizza on the crust? Yeah. No. Oh, see, you're see. I feel like the I got big payoff is that crust by itself. Oh, I mean, you are crust. a New Yorker. I know. I get mad when I see people not eat their crust. Sometimes I, if I'm by myself, if I get a medium pizza, I don't eat the crust. I'm like, I'm a baller. <laughs> you know what, though? I wouldn't get mad at you because I wouldn't feel uncomfortable grabbing that crust and eating it. Oh, no. You can eat my crust anytime. <laughs> I think I have. <laughs> but like, if it's someone I don't really know and I think it's kind of weird if I just start eating their eating pizza, yeah. then I get mad. I'm like, you wasting that crust and I would eat it right now. But and I'm like, do you think it'd be weird if I take my knife and just cut off the parts that they bit? Because I just want that crust. The crust is me is the pinnacle of the pizza. Yeah, that's funny, man. Mm-hmm. I right, like I'm like I like all kinds of pizzas, but New Yorkers are always about that crust. Oh, because the crust is so good in New York. I will say, Pagliacci is one of my favorite crust. Oh yeah, any kind of like thin, but it has still dough in it, <laughs> and like a little burnt. Yeah, <sighs> like Dino's. Dino's knows what's. Oh, good. that crust on that grandma slice. All right, what? Sorry, I'm, we're way off topic here. Well, I don't even know if we ever started a topic. I was like, I don't know how to get back to the highways. I lost sight of it. The <laughs> best crust story. Uh huh. 
is, and for you younger kids listening, I know some of you do, this is hard to imagine, but Papa John's wasn't always everywhere. Right. And when it showed up, they were the first people that were delivering garlic sauce. Yes. So it was like a big deal to get Papa John's to get that sauce. So my buddy Rich, he said when he was in the army, he had a friend that would order a large pizza, would eat the whole pizza, save all the crust. And then wouldn't dip them in the sauce, but then would eat all the crust at the end and just shoot no. the garlic butter like a shot. <laughs> That's disgusting. I know. And I look, I blatantly like oh. get big dips in there, but I'm like, he yeah. just like, why did he have to save the crust? Couldn't he have just done it? He goes, I don't know. That's just that was his routine. Wow. Jeez, man. Well, good on him. Yeah, no kidding. God, man, I haven't had Papa John's forever. I'm a little hungry, sorry. I'm, I'm very hungry right now. My wife gave me a pulled, a fake, a vegan pulled pork sandwich. How is that? Dude, it's really freaking good. All right, because I saw that the other day. I'm going to start dipping my toe. Like one day a week, I'm going to be a vegan. Can I uh, offer a suggestion? Sure. If you haven't gotten them yet, get the Beyond Meat burgers. Oh, oh, I haven't had Beyond Meat. I've had Impossible. Impossible is great. I okay. finally tried a bite of my wife's Impossible burger. We went to the Ram. And because I've always heard the Impossible one's great, but I've always You're talking about that Ram with the biggest bar in Puyallup. You know it. Actually, we the went tallest to the one, bar. We went to the one in Tacoma. Oh. In the water. Nice oh. spot. Yeah. Oh, dude, I've been to that Ram with uh, Brian Howquest after oh, the fights. Great spot. Awesome spot. Took a bite and of the it. lobster shop down there, down the street from that. Great brunch. Really? Oh yeah. See, I'd be down to do that. This sounds. This is going to sound like an old white man. We could do it on Sunday when we get back from Portland, but somebody is leaving a day early. Oh, <laughs> I was gonna say the other tip is a good during a Seahawks game. Oh, yeah, because it's like a buffet. Yeah, Me and my buddy, he doesn't care Ooh. about football. We went. We should do that this year. Yeah, hundred percent. Okay, I'm in. That sounds great. And so, I'm finally gonna eat an asado when I don't have to go to work later. Nice. Um, but yes, get the Beyond Meat burgers and the ones right. that are packaged. I think they have a couple different ones. The ones that are packaged almost like. Uh, a burger in like a meat section, like where like you know there's like a little clear coat, and then like you got the burger on like that white paper patty. Oh yeah, like get the ones the Beyond Meat burgers that look like that. All right, we had them last night. We we get them all the time. They're so good. I, I burgers. Are you grilling them or pan frying them? Grilled them. Put them nice. on the grill, man, and right. it was great. And they smell amazing. I don't know what they put in there, like maybe beets or something, but like Excuse they me. look like they're bleeding. Oh yeah, like there's red in it. it. It's so good, man. And you can't you can't undercook them, which is nice. Yeah, right. Because there's no meat in it. No, it's just a freaking vegan plant based burger. But yeah, I highly recommend uh, the Beyond Meat burgers. They're a little spendy, but you know it's a nice little treat. And there's a place over in Ballard mm-hmm. that has famous like vegan fish and chips. Is and that they, that? Um, and they put Old Bay on their chips. Oh man, I, I French fries. I can't remember the name of that place, but you know what I'm talking yes. about. Yeah, I want to go over there. Yeah, uh, it's like the Bone or something like that. Is it? I thought it was like a beach theme, almost like a tiki bar. It is. But, oh, okay. But it, oh man, I'll, we'll have to look it up at some point. But yeah, we'll call Munson. Yeah, we'll call Munson. He, he's our uh, vegan aficionado. <laughs> Why don't we take a quick break? Yeah. When we come back, I want to talk about you and uh, your dog sitting adventures. All right. Plus, uh, we have what could be the hero of the day, and he's in Florida. In. All right. When the Mega Cast returns. Sun's out. Sun's out. Ted and Steve are gonna put sunscreen on each other. The Metacast will be back. From the producers.
news of Avengers Endgame comes the springtime allergy hit of the year, Avengers Hay Fever. Featuring mucus the size of the Hulk. Yes! Captain Kleenex, Thor knows from blowing so hard, Iron My Handkerchief's Man, and Black Widow jacked up on Sudafed. Avengers Hay Fever, now playing at the Claritin Cineplex. I wasn't a stupid robot that had no legs. I would be dancing to this. Yeah. The mega cast is back. That's funny because we are. We got legs, Grace. Uh, legs. That's right, Ted. Steve, I'm going to be doing some dancing this weekend. Oh, yeah. On the yeah. party bus. Oh, yeah. In the clubs. In the clubs. I don't know where we're going. Neither do I. Eating steaks. Dancing. In I, the clubs. <laughs> Playing flip cup, playing flip club, and some game called horse that involves gambling. That don't even bother telling us what the game's about because we'll find out this weekend. Yeah, <laughs> I hate for people to like, go out of their way and explain it to us, and then we by the time we read it, we've already played it. That's what's gonna happen. No bones beach club. That's the vegan nice. place in Ballard. Sid and I tried to go there one time. We were all excited because they have like I think like like they have like uh, fake. Um, Hot wings and stuff and yeah. other stuff. And we're like, I was actually getting excited. I looked at the menu. I'm like, I'm going to crush a bunch of stuff. Because if it's a vegan, I feel like I could get away with eating a little bit more, even though it's probably the same amount of calories. I'm with you. But whatever. And we get there. And Sid's excited, too, because this is a place she's really wanting to go to. And we walk up, and there's a sign that says, sorry, closed. I'm like, how are they closed? It's like 5 in the evening. Like, this is our dinner plans. Apparently, like, a water pipe burst in Ballard. So then every other restaurant we went to also was closed because they were dealing with this crap. Yeah, because you can't legally be open. Right. It was the ultimate dagger. That's brutal. It was like showing up to Wally World and Wally World is closed. The moose out front should have told you. (laughs) Exactly. The fake moose should have told us. The vegan moose. All right, Ted. uh, Is it Marty Moose? I don't remember. Mm. (laughs) Let's call Munson. I don't know, right? Dude, that's gonna be that is gonna be the theme all weekend. Let's call Munson. Let's call Munson. <laughs> he's like, I'm sitting right next to you, jackasses. Right. No, we're calling you, man. He's you gonna answer. The, he's at the front of the bus, Jay. Call him. Are you gonna answer? <laughs> I should have called for my cell phone as opposed to the hotline. Maybe he would have answered. Maybe, but oh well. So what's going on with you and the pup? All right, so I'm dog sitting this dog once a year. I dog sit this dog. It's a little French bulldog. Oh, I love French bulldogs. Yeah. Uh, it's a nice dog. It's great with humans, right? Okay. You could bring it in here, it'd be a star. Stella. Okay. She's not good with other dogs. Oh, boy. Yeah, because I guess, I don't know, she was like the runt of the litter or something. Yeah. So she's not good with other dogs, and then also she lives in a home with a little backyard with her owner. So apartment living on Capitol Hill, like the first day is just, the, you know, because in apartments you hear doors above you or whatever. Right. Every time it's like like up at attention, like, oh my God, what's happening? Uh-huh. But I realized today I jumped the shark of being a dog person. Uh, number one, there was a little puke in the morning, just foam, and I freaked out. I called Taryn. I was like, Taryn! She's like, what's wrong? And it's like, she puked foam. And she's like, relax. Right. I think Lulu pukes foam every week. Yeah, she was like, we have a dog puke puke foam like all the time. Like, Lulu gets too aggressive with drinking water and will drink so much water that she pukes. Yeah, that was the other funny thing. Last night, I gave her this little dog treat It mm-hmm. looks like a little piece of jerky with salmon and pork in it. Nice. And then she spent like 20 minutes trying to bury it in her dog bed. <laughs> Lulu does that too. <laughs> so there's like one treat. All the other treats she eats, like a, like it's the greatest meal of her life. Yeah. But there's one treat, and I think it's like a jerky treat also. She takes it to her little couch, you know that one right by the 
Oh, but yeah. By where like our little cable box is and all that. And just burrows it into the into the couch and then eats it eventually. Right. That's exactly what Stella did, right? So then this morning, I take her out and then on the uh, on the second walk, we got a good we got a good poop out. But there was a little bit still hanging from her butt. Uh-huh. Right? So I was like, ah. So I, I like she shook that out, but there was still a uh, couple pieces there. Yeah. So I literally like walked her into my house. Just do what I do and call Sid. <laughs> well, she went to sit down and I like kind of like yanked up and was like, no, 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 no sitting. Yeah. And then I literally dragged her into the bathroom, got toilet paper, wiped her butt. Nice. And I was like, as I'm wiping this dog's butt, I was like, all right. We've crossed the line. <laughs> now, now you are. Now I'm actively wiping another a dog, another dog, but a dog's buttocks. <laughs> that's pretty awesome. Yeah, dude, that's great. That's so funny. Yeah, it <laughs> is nice though. It's I mean, she's a little. I mean, French bulldog, which is like 21 pounds. Oh, okay. Yeah, dude. Um, Lulu's like that too with some dogs. Like she's fine with my in-laws' dog, Trixie. Like they right. they get along great. They're like best friends. Even like our her other cousin Harley and uh, one of the other dogs. They're all fine, right? But sometimes, like, you know, we take Lulu on a walk and people, I don't know what's going on. Like, people are like, I would make it a point to be like, hey, is your dog cool with our dog coming up to your dog? Before don't you. Don't you have to ask that? I, I would think so. I mean, oh, that dog's adorable. You tend to show me a picture. But there's, sometimes people will do that and they'll sniff, they'll sniff, and then Lulu, one of them will kind of flinch and then Lulu will just, she won't bite or anything like that, but she just right. gets pissed, right? There's this one woman, and man, I am not a fan, and apologies to anyone who listens that uses this type of leash. I freaking hate those leashes that you can hit a button and it just keeps going and going and going. Oh, yeah. You know, like the ones that just have a cord, they wind up. I just think, like, get control of your freaking dog, you lazy F. Like, I hate those damn leashes. Sorry, Ted's funny. Like, I, that's the kind of leash I use. No, I feel like a bad dog owner because I don't think she's used to being walked. I think she's used to a yard, so she tugs. Yeah. But I know people are judging me. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, do you have a harness on her? Yeah. Okay, then whatever. I yeah. mean, you're not choking her, so no, that's no, no. fine. Well, anyways, there's one woman in our neighborhood. It happens every time, and we have the same situation. So let it go. Dog comes up. Dog's up in Lulu's face. Lulu's snapping. Now the, the leashes are getting tangled. It's just a giant cluster F, right? Yeah. And she's this annoying old woman that just thinks it's hilarious. She's laughing while we're like, get your dog off of our dog. Because I'm about to like s- just snap. I'm not going to hurt your dog. But if your dog bites my dog, I'm kicking your dog. Yeah. Like it's just that's just what's going to happen. And I don't want to because I love animals. But like I'm protecting my dog. My dog's not biting your dog. But my dog clearly hates your dog. So get your freaking dog away from my dog and pull your freaking leash. So in this other day, it was two, three days ago. She's walking the dog and she just sees our dog and starts loosening up the leash but she's across the street. We saw her, and we're like, let's cross the street. Like that's what we usually do when we see kids, because Lulu doesn't really like kids. Because kids most come little up dogs aggressive. don't. Yeah. yeah, and it's like kids don't know any better. They're they just, don't. They think it's a toy, and it's like, no, it's a dog. And we try. Like someone will be like, or can we pet your dog? <laughs> exactly. Right. And we'll be like, <laughs> exactly. And we'll even be like, hey, you know, Lulu. We'll tell the kids, and we'll talk to them, and we'll have a good conversation. Sometimes like the kid will get like one pet in or put its hand out. Lulu won't bite or anything, but it's when you just come up aggressively at her. Yeah. And sometimes Lulu will like lick their hand. And I'm like, hey, that's about as good as it's going to get. Yeah. And the kids are cool. This lady, though, we're like, hey. So she's across the street. We went out of our way to cross the street. It's very obvious we want to keep our distance from your dog. She loosens up the thing. So now her dog is in the middle of the street. And I'm like, if a car comes, your dog is dead because you're an idiot. Your dog's in the middle of the freaking street. And, and if they get into it every time, why loosen the thing for the... Bro, I don't know. So she's going, 
do they want does she want to play and she's like no no sorry she doesn't want to play with your dog and then she keeps coming up giggling this stupid old woman and she's like <laughs> she's damn like, I, dude i hate this lady and she goes does she want to play and i'm like i finally look and go no she doesn't <laughs> You talk to her like a dog. Yes. What'd she say then? She just turned and walked away. And I'm like, oh my God, I just, I felt awful. Even though I hate this woman. I don't want to. Well, yeah. Steve, I feel like we may have finished this now. I hope so. But I'm like, she's probably going to go back to her house and tell her husband. There's this angry guy with tattoos walking a little white dog with a pink leash. And he just yelled at me. And I did. <laughs> No, but no, she doesn't. And the best part, Sid would usually be embarrassed by me with that kind of behavior. She was just like, no, nah, she had a commentary. Yeah, I was about to say, if you've, you've had this conversation and Sid had already said like, no. Already. Like, right. Like no, seconds no, 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 no. before that. Yeah. Oh, so pissed. Yeah. That's weird, man. I don't get it. Maybe like, she's not all there. I think that might be. I think she's all just right. old and stupid. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> no. you dislike this woman. I hate her. Good I lord, hate her so much, Ted. She's the only person in the neighborhood I hate. <laughs> I hate her. I don't know if I hate anyone more than her. Have the loud neighbors I'm ever kidding. been loud again? No. That was still just that one night. But then again, I'm not up hanging out in my back area at like one in the morning, <laughs> chilling with D. Ted Smith. Yeah, it's good on point. a weekend. Usually, I'm asleep, so they might be loud all the time. I just don't know. <laughs> You want to hear about the hero of the day? It's clearly not that old woman. I feel bad. Oh. I, I don't really hate her. Hate her. Steve, I, you hate her. It's kind of hate her. It's a, little, a minor amount of hate. Maybe maybe she's just old and maybe the, maybe she's losing her mind. Maybe she's old and stupid. Like, uh, right, Steve? Okay. I, I, I say, though, I, I, I strongly dislike her more than anyone else in our neighborhood. I think we need to get you a little food, Steve. <laughs> I am so hungry. That little vegan, vegan pulled pork sandwich wasn't enough, Ted. I'm a growing man. I'm trying to beat people like Tony Baroni, and my wife's giving me barely anything as substance. We've got a last man stand to match coming up. I need to. I need to get ready for this, Ted. I need to eat. So there's a guy in Florida who was arrested. <laughs> Did you hear about this guy? He had a bumper sticker on his car. So, <laughs> Florida, right? He gets pulled over, and it's really a quick story. His. It goes back to the wrestling Canadian destroyer. His bumper sticker says, I eat sass. Rhymes with sass. Oh, yeah. That's a big thing on the internet now. On, on, Twitter, on the Twitters, everybody's eating that. Well, apparently, like they're like, hey, you need to get rid of that sticker. And he says, no, it's just words. So then he meets with the, the deputy. He's like, hey, how about you just scratch out one of the letters in the word ass to make it less obscene? And he goes, No. The First Amendment says, I can have a sticker that says, I eat sass. So anyways, he gets arrested for that. He got arrested for that? He got arrested because he was um, charged with possession of obscene material and resisting arrest. I guess he made it a little difficult for the officer. Ah, if you just say, hey, you have no right to arrest me, you're telling me my rights, you get, they'll hit you with that's, resisting. Yeah, I mean, that's Basically, a good point. right, if you, if you get arrested, they're going to hit you with resisting. I never get, though, the argument of it's bad for the children. No child even understands what that's. Most of the children can't even read. No, and that's. A I ch- never understand that argument. It's a cop out. It is right. Like I read this giant study out of Europe the other day. Uh huh. I, I read an article about the study. Right. And it was kind of funny <laughs> talking about. Cop- well, you're, not, you're not keeping up on European studies. Yeah. Right. But it was talk talk about 
bringing up easy cop-outs, right? Well, what about the children? Right. Uh, so this one, it was basically the, the headline was just like, Democrats are fine with people cheating in relationships. So when you read the article, it's like the research found that like, and overall, it was still like 70% of Democrats say you shouldn't cheat. Right. But like 25% of them were like, you can come back from it. Like, it depends on the this or that. And then all the Republicans were like, nope, somebody cheats, it's over, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. So they figured that it had to do a lot with church. And that's yep. why the Republicans felt that way. But it turns out more of these people that said no were actually cheating more. The Democrats were just a little more open to it and a little more liberal. Right. So then they did, thing, did the same thing with like, uh, with white males and black males. And same mm-hmm. thing. The white guys were kind of liberal and were like, yeah, you can come back from it. And a lot of the black males, the percentage was like, no, 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 you can't cheat, blah, blah, blah. Right. Same thing, though. So the, this thing the Republicans and these black guys and the black males had in common was like, was this huge church emphasis and this and that. So it's like, why they say that, because they're religious people. Right. Generally, they'll almost cheat. So as I say, like, their actions are just as bad, if not worse. Right. Right. It's like, like the, the Democrats, right, weren't cheating as much. They were just, right, that's saying, just a cop out. Well, what about the kids? Like, yeah. no kid read that bumper sticker and went, Mommy, what does that mean? Right, right. Or all of a sudden they come home and they're like doing something weird. Yeah. It's like, no, it, the bumper sticker has nothing to do with that. That's a very good point. Yeah. 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 And, and look, I, there's certain shirts, right? Like, I remember Maryland students for a while just had shirts that said F Duke. Yeah, I'm not I a fan like, of cursing star, on shirts. Like, star out one letter, man. Right. You know what I mean? Put a fun little logo over the U or something. Yeah, along right. Those lines. I was just right. like, like, we've just given up at this point. Dude, I had a, I knew a dude. He was so, like, he was a super religious guy and he fired, he was at a company and he was telling me how he fired somebody. I'm like, well, why'd you fire them? And I, I don't think he told the guy the reason why he fired him because right. it would be an HR issue. But he fired him because he found out that the guy had an affair on his wife. And he's like, I don't want this guy in my company. If he's willing to cheat on the person that he loves, he would cheat me out of my money. And that was his rationale. He's like, I don't trust him. And I was like, damn, dude. Sometimes people make bad decisions because of their wiener, but they're not going to steal money out of your company. Like, if he was a good worker, it seems a little excessive. Yeah. Yeah. That does. And, and, and look, I mean, look, I, I've i never done it, but I'm too much of a guilty person. Like, right. if I was cheating in a relationship, I'd probably tell somebody. Right. Yeah, I I don't know. But I also know people that have come back from, like, hey, you know, I will Some say people's that. relationships got stronger because of, and I hate saying that because you don't want to encourage affairs. Like, hey, no, 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 not at affairs. all. Right. But some people's relationships have gotten stronger because it opened up the lines of communication that weren't there and maybe talked about things that weren't there. I mean, we even had the guy Mitch from KJR. You know, granted, oh, he yeah. Was, I mean, he went a little more extreme. He didn't just have an affair. He was having sex with hookers. Right. But- it was because of some deep-rooted depression he was battling, and he said it wasn't an excuse, but this is what, from the therapy he's been going through, it seems to be the depression was causing him to seek out some kind of sense of satisfaction, and it was sex with somebody that wasn't. Satisfaction or validation? Yes. Yeah. And it's been an uphill battle, but him and his wife are together, and it sounds like you know they're, they're working towards being stronger because now all of a sudden he's able to not be embarrassed about whatever depression he's going through and can be open with his wife. Yeah. And... and, and- and, and like I said, like I quoted that one study, but also like, and this is Thrill's line, but I agree with him. Like, you don't have to be a religious person. Like, the Ten Commandments are just kind of decent rules, right? Like, don't murder, don't rape, don't you know, like, right. don't, don't want your neighbor's wife. Right? Yeah. Why'd you murder that guy? Well, I'm not Christian, so I didn't really know that that was uh, something I shouldn't follow. Right? My bad. <laughs> right? Like, I'm always like, dude. Like, I think most of us can get down with the Ten. Now, if you don't believe in God, all right, you're not going to honor God, whatever. Right? But like, right? Be cool with your parents. 
I know it is funny when people are like, screw that. Ten Commandments. <laughs> right? That's what I'm saying. Like, you don't have to be religious to be like, yeah, these are good. I mean, you could just call it the ten logical rules to live by. Yeah, right? All right, no, you got to go to work. Yeah. Uh, so we'll just bail on out of here. Follow us on Twitter at the Megacast. And uh, yeah, if you see us in Portland, our apologies, because we're probably not going to be sober. Yeah, what if we got Portland listeners down there? Mega yes, family. we do. I know for sure we do because I met a couple people at the Defy show that I did a few a few shows back. All right, uh, it was a while back, but I met a couple people. Eric, I think, was one of them. I think his lady's name was Jessica, if I remember correctly. Sorry if I got that wrong. Another guy. I'm not going to go down this road because I'm going to say the names wrong. But a few people that said they listen to Megacast, which I thought oh. was really cool. They're originally from Washington, now live in Portland. So, all right, yeah. I mean, look. We're just going to be wasted. So if you see us somewhere, that's just understand that. Yeah. We'll be in a good mood. Yo, gosh, we might even hug you. We might mega hug you. You just never know. <laughs> that's a promise and a threat. <laughs> that's right. We might mega hug you. <laughs> I saw Steve and Ted, and they were looking at me rather aggressively. And they go, we're about to mega hug you. <sighs> dude, we got to do that sometime. Just stare at a dude. High five. <laughs> mega hug. Let's call Munson and see if he's okay with that. (laughs) All right, my man. All right, let's get out of here. See ya.